With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron! What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Ah, uh, giddy up, giddy up. It's a Tuesday night with Scotty Sattler, Matty Rogers. Mm. Hope you've had a great day. We have. How are you, have. I'm good. Did I'm... you play golf today? No, no. no. I'm, I've literally... I've been doing those night shifts for Stan, and oh, it's yeah. just I've, I feel jet lagged. Yeah, because we we work from like we're at studio at eleven at night, and we finish at eight in the morning. Are you doing a lot of um, you know, the the night eating that you're not meant to be doing oh, between those mate, hours? To be honest, the, the 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 snacks that we've got between <laughs> games and <laughs> stuff, it's not ideal. Well, we not talked ideal. about it last night. Those those quarterfinal games on the weekend Amazing. is why many in Australia can't believe that. We think that rugby in Australia is not working at the moment, that it shouldn't be working everywhere else in the world, but it's flying everywhere else in the world. Yeah, and the passion for the game yeah. and, and the jerseys that these players wear. I mean, the, the, the Fijian number 12, Tua Sova, like he's a bull and like just an animal. He made his seven-year-old son died during this tournament. Really? Yeah. Didn't go home. So now I'm staying here to play for Fiji. Oh, wow. Like uh, you would never expect a player to do that. But, but what these jerseys mean to some of these nations and, and the people that, that get to wear these jerseys, like it ma- means so much. And, and I, I, I banged on a bit about it recently somewhere. I'm not sure whether it was here, but just I feel like the Australian jersey's just been, hold, just been hand, handed hold, out a bit. You know? Hold the reins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold the reins. Because we obviously <laughs> had a big press conference today with Rugby Australia. Mm. We're going to get to that very, very soon. Daddy Vass, how are you? Good boys, how are we? I'm good. I'm really yeah. good. Now you love coming up with your little, what you call your little talkies, your little talkies. <laughs> I don't know why I say it that way, but <laughs> what's your talkies today, boys? Yeah. And uh, there's a few going around. We're going to get to that very soon. And this is based on oh the Manly Seagulls, mm. of course. And we're touching on the Manly Seagulls because it's been two decades since they've had a logo change. Now I didn't realise they changed their logo two decades ago. No. But a new logo has been released, Manly fans. What do you think of it if you have seen it? 0457 736 736. A lot of Kiwi fans follow Manly. Manly had a lot of Kiwi players over the years, didn't they? Oh, mate. Craig Innes, Matt Ridge, some beauties. Adrian Shelford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who else is there? There's uh, Tony Kent was at the Knights. There's been a lot of Kiwi players. So double eight, double three for our Kiwi listeners. If you're a Manly fan, it looks like a, a far more aggressive bird. I don't know how a seagull can look really aggressive, but they try to make it look ag- aggressive as possible. I've got to say... I don't rate it. I like it. No. I don't mind it. It's futuristic, good graphics. I don't mind it. So it, what do you think, Manly fans? It looks Americanized. That's what. That's the way you've got to go. You have to go American. You have to. Gee, go. I'll tell you what, though. I've been looking at logos a lot. Yeah. And gee, there's some good American logos. Okay, well, this is what... Daddy Vass's talk is. 
Is talkie is the best and worst sporting logos you've seen in world sport. Mm. Now, my favourite team name of all time is the Tabulum Turtle Divers. Oh. Yeah. But Sounds good. So some of the worst logos. Now, you've thrown up a couple, haven't you, Daddy Vass? Yeah, from 1970 yeah. to 1989, Cincinnati Bengals, their logo was just a helmet. So obviously the Bengal tiger, but they had no tiger on no it No tiger, all. they just had a helmet. I don't get it. Mm. But was it the colour of a tiger? It was orange. Well, mm. that's the colour of a tiger. Didn't the Browns just have a helmet too? They did yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Hence the Browns, the yeah, brown, yeah, helmet. brown helmet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Phoenix Coyotes, their one was shocking. Oh, I showed it, this it to looked, Rat. Yeah, it looked very – it was patchwork quilt stuff. <laughs> it was uh, – yeah, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coyote. Mm. <laughs> was, it looked like he'd be on the peyote. I like the, the, peyote, I like the, the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I like that. Mate, I, there, there is a heap of good ones out there. I, I, I like the Houston Texans. That's a, that's a beauty. Like just the, the horns and the, the – yeah. So, so let's stretch this out. The yeah. best and worst names and logos. Okay. Is there yeah. anyone in the NRL that you don't like? I mean, the names are the name. You you can't change the name. But I mean, is there any logos that you? I just don't think we're adventure adventurous enough with our mas our mascot name like Titans. Mm. I, I get you know like. So there's a story behind the Titans. I don't get the yeah, Titans. But like, what's the correlation to the Gold Coast? Well, they were well, going to be the Dolphins. Well, it's an unbeaten god. Yes, but in saying that, yeah, it was <laughs> going to be the Dolphins. Then Redcliffe Dolphins arced up, arced up, and. Could have gone through with it. Michael Searle and co. could have gone through with it. But for the good of rugby league, they dropped it. And and then they put it out to the public, the Gold Coast Titans, or the Gold Coast NRL bit at that stage. And the winner at the time was the Gold Coast Stingers. Yeah, right. But you can't build a logo for it. You can't build a mascot for it. No, but th- this is the thing. It's, it's like, Stingers, ha- yeah. you know, you, you, you look at all um, – and and I know it, it's American and stuff, but you look at all the, you know, the Wildcats and the this and, the, you know, all the different names that they've got. And they're sort of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, And why couldn't you build a logo for a stinger? Well, what is it? A blue bottle? Is well, it, it could a... be. But it could be anything. Helen's are could... Hornets. They have a, like a, like a bee Hornet looking thing. Well, I see my favourite team's the Green Bay Packers in the well, NFL. What, what about the Phoenix, and... the Phoenix Suns? What, were they just a big sun? Well, you the, know? Green, like... the Green Bay Packers is named after it because they had a packing company up there. Yeah. Well, well Pittsburgh mean... Steelers, because they were steel workers. Mm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Steel workers. And, and the Illawarra Steelers, a bit the same, BHP down there. So that, they sort of went, went with it. But um, the Utah Jazz... For instance, yeah, that, what's that? Well, they they were originally New Orleans. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So that, jazz that, capital. So, so the so the, the the franchise moved to Utah and they they kept the jazz name and yeah, I mean, yeah, tough tough one to build a logo around a, a <laughs> musical symbol. So, what are your thoughts? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double three. If you're in New Zealand, best and worst logos. Um, have your say on the show tonight. Cricket legend, strikers, Batman now. He was part of the, the heat for many, many years. He's travelled the world playing in all the different T20 tournaments. Chris Lynn is back in Australia. He actually played in the Carl Webb Foundation match on the weekend, mm. which it was absolutely stacked with former NRL players, Funny former there, NRL stars. So Chris Lynn, who loves his rugby league, not only joined us is joining us tonight, but he, he played in that game on, on Saturday. So did Mark Hunt, the UFC champion. That would have been interesting. Imagine if you headbutted him in a scrum. Oh, just yeah. cattle dog. <laughs> cattle dog, boys. <laughs> cattle dog in the scrum. Uh, and also joining us, she's one of our favourites. She's the New South Wales Swifts co-captain.
Beaten in the grand final by the Thunderbirds. Maddie Proud is going to join us also. She's an absolute champion. Daddy Vass's three burning questions and also one of Rat's favourite segments. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Days. <laughs> is the price right? <laughs> that is Come the worst down. intro. I just found some new logos. They're hilarious. The Lansing lug nuts. What's a lug nut? Like, you know what you put in your car or your okay, car yeah. wheel or whatever, lug nut. Or the, uh, the Keen Swamp Bats. Oh, there's some good ones. So Cam- the, Macon, the Macon Mayhem. See, you can't – what can you do for Mayhem? What's the logo? Well, well the, the, the logo the, is like a, the it's like a crazy-looking dude that's about to create some mayhem. So Cam on the text line says, a rat, Google Townsville Stingers logo. I like it. So Townsville Stinger is a good name because there's a lot of stingers, the Irriganges and Co. in North Queensland. But Google their logo. So give us an update on that. Yeah, so we've got prices right for – Rats shopping quiz. I'm going to give four shopping items from the Woolworths website, and he's going to put them from most expensive to cheapest. Now, Missile, he's got he, he loves his conspiracies. He wanted he mentioned this on the run home with uh, Joel and Fletch, which is Missile this afternoon. He actually actually on Monday, Rat yesterday, Joel Kane and Socky were calling you the. The rat, what was it? The 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 rat, the curse of the rat. The curse of the rat. The curse of the Why rat. Why? So, because of the call for Chase Kepka, Rooster right, Muzzle right. says, Chase Kepka, gone, out of live. Yeah, You've yeah, heard did, about that. Didn't, didn't make it. So you call that famous call yeah, of his yeah, hole in one, one yeah. of the great golfing calls of all time. He's gone. Samoa got lapped yep. in week one of the <laughs> – so basically <laughs> – yeah, it's called the curse of the rat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were having a go at you yesterday. So you were also mentioned this afternoon, and this is James oh. Magnuson, the, the missile. I did tip New Zealand though, in the World Cup. Yeah, you did actually. Mm. But we don't. What do you mean? We don't celebrate that. Well, I, I, can I right. say I think Samoa win it? That's my bold <laughs> no, prediction. No, no. Have you seen me? No, no. Hey, it's one game. <laughs> it's one game. Uh, <laughs> so this afternoon, missile James Magnuson. He believes there's a conspiracy around Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey from the Kansas oh, I'm City with him. Chiefs. I'm 100% with him. Have you heard this him. one? So for those that haven't heard this, the conspiracy is that they're actually not in a relationship mm. because if you somehow you can search this. The amount of miles that people do in their private jets. Yeah. And from more reports, she's a she's a awoke right. when it comes to climate change. And, yeah. and her... Her usage time for and miles for jet usage, her mm. private jet usage apparently is off is the charts. Off the charts. Yeah. It's just gone bunter. Yeah, yeah. And it goes against everything she believes in. Right. So when she's at the Kansas City Chiefs game, yep. watching Travis Kelsey, her new boyfriend, play, mm. they're playing the New York Jets. Yep. So when you Google Taylor Swift jet, it right. comes up with her being at the New York Jets game, not the amount of mileage that she's used in her private jet. Right. So it's a publicity stunt. Right, okay. Do you agree or disagree? No, I don't agree with that. But don't I don't agree with the I, missile there. I, I, I agree that I, I'm I think this is a it's a publicity thing though, for the game of the NFL. I reckon Why would they need Taylor Swift? Mate, have you seen the their their merchandise sales have like gone up thirty percent? The the eyeballs on 
all their feeds and everything have gone up because really? of all the Swifties that are all over it. And it just looks too contrived. I don't know. So you don't I mean, believe in true love, Brad? Mm, they could be. They could be in. Well, I mean, I no, yeah, I don't know. Mm. You know, and he, and he was trying to get. He tried to. He, he sent her a phone number while, while he was at her concert in Kansas. He was at the concert. Tried to hook up with her there, and she brushed him completely. And now all of a sudden, they're together. Well, that happens. Uh, I don't know. So how did you how did you first approach Chloe? Or oh, was it vice versa? No, no, no. She she hunted me down. Really? No. <laughs> no, no. Um, or I was at the races. She was in a Channel 10 suite next to us, and I was in uh, the Waratahs the GA, yeah. suite. No, yeah. no. We were there at a function. It was Australia Day. Jeez, it was a long time ago now. 18, 19 years ago. Mm. And um, she was doing a TV show mm. called The X Factor. Oh, I used to love that show. Yeah, yeah. So Joe she... Rogan used to do that in America. No, no, no. That's Fear Factor. Oh, that was Fear Factor. X Factor. I think it was like a music show. <laughs> oh, X Factor is the With yeah, that Sharon Osbourne and all it, those yeah. crew on it. Anyway, she was a host of that with Daniel McPherson, who's a mate of mine from Cronulla. They were saw him. He was covering the the races, the Everest. On yeah, so co-hosting with him, and we just bumped into each other, and I'd just separated from my wife, and she'd broken up from a long-term boyfriend, and the rest is history. So that's, I charmed her that day, <laughs> and uh, got raising a children and, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I've, I'm I'm not that focused because, as you know, I'm <laughs> I'm looking across at my to my right, I've got a couple of iPhones sitting next to each oh, other. For the last nine hours, listeners, I've been trying to transfer data from one to the other. It is. <laughs> That's what's been going on in my head <laughs> the last nine minutes. I actually just got a blue ticket that says transfer complete. Hey. Does that mean I'm done? Yeah, you're in. Wow. How good's that? Better. Well done. Live on, on air too. Now, uh, Marty Tapao, Kieran Four, and Steve Maddow, all Kiwis. That's from uh, 905. 905, yeah. In New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Plenty of Kiwi players have gone to, to Manly over the years, and that's what our Daddy Vath's talk <laughs> is, which is Manly Seagulls fans have a new logo. What's your thoughts? And on the back of that, best and worst sporting logos. Well, well I've just looked at the Stingers, the Townsville yep. Stingers. It's a, I think it's it's not a blue bottle. It's I think it's a year of Kanji. Year of Kanji, yeah. And, it, and it's it's got a uh, it's holding the footy, and it looks pretty angry. Does it? Yeah, yeah it looks pretty angry. Now. Paul says, I heard the original name was the Green Bay Fudge. No, you can't say <laughs> you that. Can't say that. <laughs> you can't confirm, nor deny that. We're going to get yeah. some of your text messages very soon. But before we get to the break, we have the good oil thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian, extra virgin olive oil. Great supporters of the show. Now, Eddie Jones had a press conference today with Rugby Australia. Many were thinking that it's either a sacking, you'll be hearing from the, the president and the CEO of Rugby Australia, or be Eddie Jones committing himself to Australian rugby till the next World Cup. This is what he had to say. No, staying, mate. Always been committed to Australian rugby. Uh, I want to leave it in a better place. Long term? Uh, well, I'm committed to make it a better place. So that comment is interesting. Now, again, not to look into too many conspiracies, I think behind that what Eddie is saying is there's still a review to come. They've still got to do an overall review of the World Cup and the end decision from that review rap may be that he does lose his job, but what he's saying is, I'm committed, I'm here for the long haul, which I'm glad that he has come out and committed himself and put all the, I suppose, all the rumours to bed about him going to to Japanese rugby, but it's out of his control. He's basically saying, it's out of my control. All I can do is coach. Mm. And if we win, I keep my job. If we don't, well, I might have to be looking for another one. 
Yeah, yeah I'd say he'd probably have some performance uh, clauses in his contract. He's got to, you know, they've got to improve. If they continually go on this downward spiral, I'm sure there's an out for the for, for Rugby Australia. But I'm I'm stoked that he's staying. We don't need another change at the at the top end. Yeah. Um, we need a lot of change underneath that, and that's buying from the the, the state and territories uh, of rugby union and. And it's all got to filter towards one thing, and that's making our Australian side the best possible. And, you know, we're just not getting that at the moment. Mm. It, it's not happening. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's an us versus them type scenario, it seems like. Um, and, you know, I was talking to you earlier, Sats, about, you know, the brief, um, you know, that you know, one of our good friends, Ando, put together. Steve in, Anderson, in, yeah. In relation to, you know, having this goal to sort of pull everything together to, to, to you know, ultimately, you know, finish at the top with a, with a really good product and, and we're just not there. Um, mm. There's nowhere for us to develop young players and put them into the furnace of pressure and, and, and you know, high stakes sort of footy. Um, we've got a really short window of the, you know, super tall Pacifica or super rugby Pacifica and um, it's just, we're just not cutting it. And, and the countries that are unified in that, the, the, the main goal is our national team. Um, they're the countries that, are doing really well. Look at New Zealand. In New Zealand, everything is centralised. The sponsorship, everything for all the provinces, and it's all about making the All Blacks the number one. Can team. I ask you this, Rat? How much input does Eddie Jones have with the Super Rugby franchises? Probably very little. Probably very, very little. He needs to be fully entrenched in uh, everything entrenched, that happens yeah, in yeah. those. And, and that's that's what needs to happen. So that's, but it, but it's it's bigger than that. It, it even goes beyond that to to like the lower levels of rugby and and just having you know quality coaches. And having sort of a bit of a mandate, like so, so that you know, from the top all the way down, you know, players are learning how to play the rugby that Australia wants to play, and you know, we're all on the same page. So that when you start to graduate through the through the ranks, that you, you, it's not it's not a it's it's not a whole new system that you've mm. got to learn. Um, look, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot that needs to change, and, and I'm glad he's staying because it doesn't need to change at the top. But um, you know, our, our our game at the state level is, you know, average at best. I mean, it's not even average. It's it's crap. Yeah. Um, you know, the crowds are horrible. The, the the standard of play is not up to it. Well, the access is and horrible you as know, well, isn't it? Well, well, to be well, able to watch Well, the Brumbies sold mm. in their last game. They'd already made, they'd made the semis. In the last game of, of this season, they had a home game against the Rebels, a local team. They sold 1,200 tickets. Yeah, it's not good enough. Like, like they need – like back when I played the Brumbies – There'd be 25,000 people there every time, every time we rocked up, you know. And the reality is it's just the interest in the game has gone. But if if you've got a successful Wallaby team and everyone's excited to watch them play and then those players are going back to those state sides and those state sides are, you know, there's eyeballs on them because you're excited to watch those players play at the state level. It's just – it's there's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed. I'm not the man to fix it, but um, I know that there's a lot that needs to be done. Right, if your phone rang tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's Eddie Jones on the line. Yep. He says, Rat, I've got a position for you. I need you to do a job here in Pathways. Yep. What's the first thing you do? Uh, the first thing I'd do, it'd be all about talent identification and, and retaining that talent and coming up with a system that creates a pathway where our players can develop uh, as young players and young men and prepare them to go to the next level. So schoolboy rugby at the moment, so, so young Max Jorgensen, you know, they, they pulled him out of, like he, he finished school last year, he's gone straight into the Waratahs, and, and now he's over, he goes over to the World Cup, didn't play, got injured, you know, you know whatever. But, but like, where does he go? 
Like that, that mm. that's the issue. Like if he plays for the Waratahs, like our our club competition, our our, our interstate club comp, like our state club competitions aren't strong enough to foster these young players. We need to come up with something, whether it be like a you know a six a or a seven cup. team. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's going to have to be interstate because there's not enough players in the one state mm. to, you know, like we've got that already. And it's, like New Zealand has the NPC, yeah, which is a second right. tier, which is really strong. And, and, it's, yeah. and, it's, and it's regions. It's not clubs. It's regions. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, we've got, you know, Sunnybank and Brothers and, you know, like it's just not, yeah, it's not where it needs to be. We can continue on that. Uh, there's some more audio a little bit later on about Eddie Jones and his decision about taking a young side to France, which I, I tend to agree with because this didn't happen overnight coming into the World Cup and, and not getting through the quarterfinals. So I actually don't mind the method to his madness. But let's get to a break. That was brought to you by Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested, first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. And up next on Sports Day, Daddy Bass, three burning questions. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back on a Tuesday night with Sats and Rat. Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Brings us three burning questions. Daddy Vass, he's been up all night thinking about these. We don't know what they are. They are. Could be anything. Could be about mm. politics. Hope not. Could be about something from your millennial generation <laughs> that oh. we don't understand. Oh, he's three burning questions. Yeah. Oh, no. Are they millennial? Are they millennial questions? Hang on to your seatbelt, listener. Hey, no vaping. I'm not. Good. <laughs> Jeez. Question one, should Rat uh, get rid of them? <laughs> actually, th- we have actually got a really interesting question before you go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where is it here? Is, uh, oh, here it is. Dunny, his question is, did Chloe think that Rat was Matt Burke <laughs> or Phil War? <laughs> mate, um, mate, Phil War, they did say they use his face to, to make gorilla biscuits. <laughs> Dip them in the dough. <laughs> But no, no, no. She didn't know any footy players back then. Okay, what's your first one, Daddy Vass? All right, boys. The NRL mm-hmm. next year they're considering a five-minute sin bin. Do we oh. like or dislike? Oh, is hit, that like if you if hit you, the tick button? If if, if 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 you punch someone in the face and you only get five minutes, because I'm sure there are plenty of front rowers that love to punch a little half back in the face and get. Not that I'm, <laughs> not that I'm condoning it. That'd still it, be ten, wouldn't it? And it'd shut a few people up, wouldn't it? Well, Gavin Badger came out today and he disagrees because he said if you've done something, deserve to go to the bin. Fives, fives and up. It's like a power play in hockey. I like it. Make them stand on the sideline too. Make them stand in a yep. box. I, I they love can't that. sit down. You've got to stay standing and, and watch what happens. Or they've got to sit on a chair with their back to the game. <laughs> facing the crowd. Facing the crowd, <laughs> I reckon. And you let with a twice. hat on. With a dunce hat on. Actually, no, I'm going to go one further. You know, like at the fair, how they've got to sit on a... Oh, and they get to throw. And the fans get to throw things oh, at a they target. they in the water. And if they hit it, oh, like you it. go back on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or if you just got to sit there for the whole oh, five wow. minutes. I don't mind it. See, that's what we do here at Sports mm. Day. Not bad. So, Not bad. yeah, yeah like big it. tick like for that. It. Five right. minutes. And that would be for professional fouls, I think, because 10 minutes sometimes is just way too long. has too much mm. of an effect on the game. All right, boys, number two, who would you pick at fullback 
for the Melbourne Storm in 2024. Now, this is off the back of Sua Falogo. Falongo? Falongo, having absolute ripper of a game for Samoa. Well, we spoke about um, this yesterday with, well, with the Rod Home Boys. I'm, I'm, I'm starting with Pappy. Yeah, he'll absolutely. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He'll be good. He'll be healthy. He'll so be as back. we were saying yesterday after night, under his belt. I'd have Pappy at fullback. I'd have Nick Meany in the centres. Mm-hmm. And I'd have uh, Falongo as a 14. That, I mean, yeah, nice. Melbourne don't rush them. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with young Jack Howarth, who is a really good back rower. So. All right, number three, should Val Holmes replace Selwyn Cobbo on the wing for the Kangaroos? So you're asking this why? Because I just thought, there, I don't know, I just thought Cobbo just seemed a bit off the other night. There were some times where he didn't well, chase quick enough and he, he was out of position. Out, doesn't he? Well, mm. the reality is this. Val Holmes got picked knowing he was suspended, like Mal, knowing he was suspended for a week. Mm. Oh, so he missed the game because he was suspended, suspended, wasn't he? Yeah. So he's picked him because he wants him to play. I think he plays in the next game. Where, where he plays, whether he replaces Cobo, he, he plays in the centres, I'm, I'm unsure. Do you think, think Val Holmes would have been picked if he didn't have yes. the suspension in game yep. one? Yeah. Would he be in the wing? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, think yeah. he played in the, I think he would have played in the centres. So do you think you think he would have played in the centres? Mm. So hammering stags are outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were, but if he was available, I think he would have had he would have played in Katoni's spot. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, he's a he's left side. Katoni's right. So he might, might have been hammer. Hammer can, can play, play on the wing. side. Yeah. Mm. Now, uh, just just before we go to the break, boys, um, rap. Yeah. Thoughts on the the anthem and and the media kind of. Whacking a few players. Oh, mate, I'm over it. I, I'm, mm. I'm honestly, like, I'm, I'm so, like, who cares? Like, honestly, it's like this antiquated song that was made 150 years ago that we're, we're forcing people to sing. They don't want to sing it, don't sing it. I didn't sing it every time I played for Australia. Mm. I, I, I went out there and I stood there, and I, I, but it didn't mean I wasn't proud to play for Australia. I think we're banging on about stuff that's just ridiculous, and I'm, it, it's so much more stuff to worry about than someone singing a song. Like, who cares, honestly? Like, if that's really a, if that's a genuine issue, you got to get more going on in your life. Do you know uh, it's interesting? Uh, and I, and don't, uh, listen, I, I'm a I'm a passionate Australian too. Yeah, absolutely. I got a Southern Cross tattooed on my chest. You do too. It was one of the first ever. I started the Bogan flag. Yeah. Um, you actually don't know what it is because it's coupled with every other tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but it looked good at the time. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm passionate about Australia. I love Australia. These guys don't want to sing the anthem. You know. Yeah, it's interesting you saying that, and then listening to Ian Healy, one of our. Yeah. Greatest wickers, if if not the greatest wicket keeper we've had, and with Pat Welsh on um, breakfast with with Paddy and Hills on on SENQ, um, he said he never sang the anthem because he actually used to love their love standing there and soaking up the whole Mate, atmosphere. Actually, that's exactly right. So I've, I've I've been just like in tears looking around at the crowd, like not singing, and and I'm a horrible singer too. So <laughs> not like I was gonna you know charm anyone with my. Uh, with my vocal cords. Hey, Eden from New Zealand. So, uh, Tane, the Tanifa, is the greatest mascot of all time. Make sure you look it up on Google. It's Tane, awful. the Tanifa, did you say? So, pronounced Tane. Tane. Yeah, so the Tanifa. Now, the Tanifa, when, when I was, it's T-A-N-I-W-A-H-A, and when I read it, I thought, once were warriors. Because the daughter in there tells a story about a tanifa, right? Yeah, so that's what I, that's what I thought from. So, uh, an NPC level below Super Rugby mascot, absolute legend. So Tane is the the mascot. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is Rat a vapor? Well, 
<laughs> you know. Rebuild. Dunny reckons they should rebuild the shoot shield. There are many teams with more supporters than the Brumbies and the Waratahs. Yeah, no, no. I, I, something needs to be built, not rebuilt, because the shoot shield isn't isn't. There's too many teams in the one area that, 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 that they yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yep. But we've got a bigger needs to be something bigger, a bigger than audience. That. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh, it, 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 it'll work. Yep. That needs a special show, a, th- a special three-hour show, mm-hmm. and we'll call it the rebuild. The rebuild. Oh, mm-hmm. mate. It, 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 three I'll, hours I'll, might I'll, be I'll, You know what I'd love to do? Yeah. I'd love to sit in. I'd love to get Ando in here. Steve Anderson. Oh, what you what you mentioned here, Steve Anderson, he was the assistant coach of the Melbourne Storm when they won the comp in 99. Yep. He was been a Kangaroos coach. He was one of our coaches Kangaroos. during 2000. He's put together yep. this strategic plan for Rugby Australia, mm. which... Um, they reneged. They didn't continue to follow on. Now, I, 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 if doubt I'm a rugby, they, I doubt they even looked at it. If says. I'm an NRL rugby, I've read it, you've read it. If I'm, I'm an NRL club, I'm going to this man and I'm saying, he's the guy that actually got Ireland going again about eight years ago. Oh, yeah, but we don't want to look at that. Completely restructured all their pathways. <laughs> it's yeah, it's amazing. Uh, let's get to a break. That was Daddy Vass's three burning questions for Toolkits Depot. Everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear, workwear, in-store and online, and Australian cricketer, BBL champion Chris Lynn joins us on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Sports Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him possibly under the roof. on the roof. Look at the look on his face. He's just smiled. That's what I do. It was at 148 kilometres now. My days. Even the wild thing's gone well. Well, on that night, Chris Lynn, one of the most exciting cricketers on the planet, he hit that ball, not out of the Gabba, but on the Riverside Expressway, and he's still playing in the uh, the short format around the world, and he's taken time out to join us on Sports Day. How are you, Lenny? Afternoon, man. Very well, thank you. Well, before we talk about cricket and what's going on in your life at the moment, because BBL is approaching, you did play in the Charlie Webb, the Car Webb, Fundraiser Foundation game on Saturday. Two stacked sides. So anyone take it seriously? Um, Greg Burgess, actually. Oh. Um, so next time you get him on, <laughs> I have the word for him. He did take it seriously. Um, but the other, the other side was mainly predominantly New South Welshman, and they were up like maybe 30 to 12. And then our little man, Benny Barber, GI, and then Louis Chambers just turned it on. Matty Bowen. Mango, he was just exceptional. They could literally still play NRL right now. Um, but, yeah, they turned it on because they said no chance um, are they beating us. Um, but it, it was a great day. Um, obviously, out at KO Stadium, out at Redcliffe, it was awesome. The crowd turned up. Um, you know, it was, yeah, it was awesome. And to strap the boots on again and play with, you know, some, well, the legends of the game was, was awesome from my point of view. Mate, I play a lot of golf with Greg Bird. And he's... he's, he's doesn't surprise me, Oh, does mate, it? he's... Yeah. He's serious about everything, <laughs> yep. 
And, and and he played local footy last year, Linny, and mate, he was bashing mm. these kids that he was playing against. I'm just like, Bertie, he's like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, what are you doing? And, and then, believe it or not, Josh McGuire, he should have been sent off again for a high shot. I <laughs> mean, um, charity game. Oh, uh, mate. What, Moose, what are you doing? The two biggest grubs in rugby league. Yeah. They, 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 it's just in their <laughs> DNA. They can't get it out of them. <laughs> Mate, you're, um, yeah, there's a method to that madness. Yeah, yeah, mate. We tried to get you on last week, but you were deep into celebrations after winning in Atlanta for the uh, for the Kingsman, mate. Uh, yep. Mate, you, right. you, how many of these tournaments do you play in around the world? Jeez, you must be cashed up nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take too long, did it? Um, no, look, I, I think that's probably my twenty odd, maybe close to thirty um, T20 side that I played in. Um, but you know, you go over there to win the comps and. Once you retire, that's the, those are things that you look back on. Yeah. Obviously, the cash is nice, as, as you blokes know, but um, I get to meet, you know, up and coming cricketers from America, um, all around the world, and get to play with some of the you know, world class superstars um, of the game. So that's the part that I, I love the most. And also, I can, you know, go to, go to you know, a different country where, you know, cricket's not, um, you know, a big name sport for them. So that's something that I love doing as well, is trying to grow the game. But we did that over the, over the ten days, and we saw plenty of sights. That's for sure. Yeah, nice. And did I hear you say you'd caught you, you caught up with the Lions after after the the win? Yeah, that's right. So they were at a place called Sage Valley um, Golf Club, which is about fifteen minute drive from Augusta, um, and that was about a two hour drive from where I was based. So I had a couple of days spare, and I thought, why not go meet up with them? And as you can predict, they were in pretty good form. So who who did you get? Who, did you take the cash on the golf course, mate? Yeah, he would have. Uh, I actually didn't play. I didn't take my clubs over, and they were in a pretty serious um, round of four four rounds of golf. So I left it to them, but I was uh, I was a pretty good drinks caddy. But um, yeah, Charlie Cameron, as we've seen over the last couple of days, he managed to lose his teeth. I think one night, the night before. So <laughs> uh, watch him play around without his Barry Beef. It was quite funny. <laughs> I tell you what, you wouldn't want to damage your new Barry Beef. Just no, quietly, really. no, they're very expensive. Yeah. So actually, hold on to them tight. I was worried about the weekend, actually. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, um, Linny, playing in a lot of the competitions around the world, the, the T20-style competitions, is there an international cricketer that you never knew anything about, you didn't have anything to do with, maybe played against them, maybe not, you've actually grown a great friendship with and, and uh, have stayed in contact regularly? Uh, uh, well, I think it started with someone like Brandon McCullum when he played for the Brisbane Heat, um, you know, and that brotherhood is such, um, you know, that we've built over the years. And um, I actually prefer the New Zealanders or the Kiwis over the New South Welshmen, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, someone like a Trent Bolt, who's a superstar of the game now, as inspiring from New Zealand. You know, we stay in contact all the time and we're actually not even talking about cricket. It's about life and about, you know, experiences or... Um, situations that some like I might have been in where I can help him out and vice versa, uh, much like you know your mentors of the game. So um, as I said before, that's the beauty of the T20 franchise circuit is I get to cross paths with you know, Englishmen, South African, you know, South the Sappers are generally tight asses, so <laughs> it's pretty much one way street with that banter. But um, yeah, it's you know, the Indians, you know, the, the world they live in because you know, in India, like what we're seeing right now in the World Cup, how popular the game of cricket is. It's like AFL and NRL grand final week every game they play. Um, so, you know, to, to put yourself in their shoes for a day is something different. And 
um, as I said, that's the beauty of it. Well, you've played a fair bit of cricket in India where the World Cup is. And with the pitches over there and the conditions, when you first saw the Australian selectors pick only one recognised spinner, did you scratch your head? Uh, a little bit. Um, but you know, it, it is quite tough to say when you're sitting on this side of the world. I mean, I actually haven't played in India this time of the year when you know it is steaming hot and there is plenty of dew. Um, so when the you know throughout the daytime the ball might spin more and then at night time it might it mightn't spin at all. Um, so we actually unless you're on the ground there and know the actual conditions, it is hard to say. Um, you know, in saying that India going with a couple of spinners, most teams do. We saw Afghanistan knock over um, England the other night with three spinners and. You know, throughout the tournament, the wicket's going to get it more tired. So uh, I think you will see a change of, of line-up um, in the next couple of games. But in saying that, the Aussie boys had their first win um, last night, which was great to see. And generally, we don't change a winning team. So it's going to be interesting. But as I said, it's, it's hard for me to comment from this side of the world. Yeah, now, mate, you signed on with the Adelaide Strikers this year for the BBL. Uh, yep. Mate, now, the old-school Chris Lynn. Mate, you always enjoyed yourself, got out and about, got amongst people. You're a man of the people. He now. would have never gone to Adelaide. No, no that guy, that's, that's what we're saying. Yeah, you know, loved up, Chris Lynn, you know, your dad. Is, is, Adelaide, is Adelaide the perfect fit yeah, for, for, yeah. for the new school, Chris Lynn? Rat. Good way to put it. Mate, I actually really enjoyed it last year, believe it or not. Um, you know, Sydney and Melbourne obviously is inviting, but I, I like to relax. I don't like sitting in traffic. Uh, the weather's beautiful down there. And the Adelaide Oval is probably my second favourite ground in the world, you know, if I'm being biased to the Gabba. Um, the Adelaide Oval, the atmosphere there, we, we play games, there's 50,000 people. And with the short square boundaries, I, I did forget to mention it is a you know, batting-friendly um, track. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the short square boundaries and the people, it feels like it, it's on top of you. And that walk to the ground from the hotel is awesome across the bridge. And, mm. but yeah, as, as I said, I really enjoyed it last year. So there was no reason for me to, you know, think twice about, um, you know, signing on there again. You know what I love about the Adelaide Oval on the Bradman stand, the brickwork that's at the base of it, Rat? Mm. Lenny would already know this. The brickwork at the base of that was the original grandstand. Very cool. Mm, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. I love it. I've got fond history. memories of Adelaide Oval. It's where I set my, my record for most tests in a Wallaby shirt. Did most, you really? Most points. So we beat was... Namibia 148 nil. <laughs> 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 no, and then Buff Lehman took us out afterwards. Jeez, that was a night to remember, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, I actually remember Buff was on the team bus that night, wasn't he? He was, he was. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Lenny, yeah, playbook coach, premier website, yep. book your mentors, that's your business coaches across mm. multiple sports. How's it going? We yep. spoke to you a couple of years ago and it was going gangbusters. How's it going now? Yeah, it's, it's going really well. So we've, we've got about 600 coaches now Australia-wide across 27 different sports. Um, we've got one-on-one one -on -one small group team team sessions. We've had the axe, the heap of team sessions for us. You know, there's nothing better than the, the axe trying to tell you how to tackle. Mm -hmm. and not um, but a big thing that I love doing as well is online mentoring. So, you know, with me, I'm being away, you know, a lot of the time I can just jump on the iPad and, you know, mentor these young kids. And it was actually one of my probably proudest moments is I did a session with this nonverbal kid and um, he would actually ask his brother the question and then he would fire away at me, you know, on, on Zoom. And, you know, his mum had spent all this money on, on therapy and whatnot. And then after 
you know, in a 30-minute session, after 27 minutes, I got him to, you know, have a conversation with me and his mum was in the background, you know, in tears. So, um, you know, I'm not just pumping my own tyres up, but that's, I think, the value we can bring to, you know, kids across Australia. We're not all about just playing for Australia. It might be moving up the batting order. It might be coming off the wing, um, you know, into the middle, or it might just be giving the kid, a kid the confidence to play a team sport. You've got confidence. You can do absolutely whatever you want. Mm. Um, so that's what we're, I'm most proud about. And, you know, as I said, we've got 600 coaches um, Australia-wide. We're growing, you know, at a fast rate. So, um yeah, I've always said you know, the game of cricket doesn't owe me anything. I owe the game of cricket, but now I can do that um, through all sports. So, mate, it's pretty cool. And I'm really, as you can probably hear, I'm really passionate about it. Mm. Absolutely. Well said, mate. Well said. So if you do want to book a playbook, playbook session, jump online, playbook.coach. Yep. We'll search playbook coach on Instagram. Well done, Lenny. And thanks for taking time out, mate. We know you're about to come into a very busy schedule with, uh, with BBL, with the Adelaide Strikers and, you're always great with your time. So thanks for catching up with Rat and myself. Yeah, most welcome, lads. And Rat, I'll come down from game of golf one day. Oh, mate, we'll let's take do Birdie's it. Money, hey? let's, let's do it. We'll oh, get, we'll, we'll can take, we film that? We'll take Birdie for everything. Yeah. <laughs> he rocks up with a different <laughs> swing every time he comes out. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I appreciate it, lads. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, you are right, Steve. What an outstanding interview. And he's an outstanding guy as well, Chris Lynn. And two aids. Oh, Mark says, is Lenny going to the Olympics in 2020? I don't know. He might miss out. Though. He might be a little bit too old, Lenny. Oh, mate. Not, so if you're just standing there and throwing the willow and hitting sixes, you don't have to run much. <laughs> he's got a good eye. Uh, mm. Thanks for your text messages around logos, anything vaping. Yeah. Which we're going to get onto in the second hour as well. Rat, <laughs> let's get to some text. Yeah, 280 says, why did Eddie Jones before the World Cup keep on blaming the loss to the All Blacks in South Africa to concentrating on winning the World Cup. And then when we went crap, he said it was all about building for the 2026 World Cup. He's full of it. Well, no, he, he, he threw a young side into that rugby championship, you know, hoping that they, you know, develop and grow a little bit before going to the World Cup. Didn't develop and grow enough, and hence we are where we are. I, I don't think he's full of it, but um, I don't think he handled the press very well either. So, no. and, I, and I suppose his style of, not only just coaching, but his style of, interacting as well is probably been a little bit outdated yeah but you can always you can always uh improve doesn't matter how old and how experienced you are worm and radis would i be knighted or given five minutes in the bin if i put one on glenn's vera lynn <laughs> Chris yeah, no, nah, you wouldn't be hey that's not daddy vast grafton ghost great rugby oh. league emblem grafton bronco listening on never CBS. been never been abused more when I was with the Byron Bay Red Devils as coaching. Never been abused more than I did at the Grafton Ghost Game. Mm. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Stick around for the second hour on Sports Day. We've got Matty Proud, co-captain of the Swifts, who got beaten in the grand final in the oh. Suncorp Super Netball Series this season. We'll catch up with her and also Rat's shopping list quiz. Stick around on Sports Day. Sats and Rat and Daddy Bass. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. 
Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat here on a Tuesday night and there's plenty of violence going on in the text line here. We don't condone violence. We don't promote violence. No, but we don't shy away from it either. Exactly, Rat. I'd love to promote this fight. <laughs> Rooster must. 18-ounce gloves, yeah. headgear in an octagon. Yeah. There'd be bar stools. You could have one bar stool each. Pool cue mm. as well. A couple of balls. Might be better if they just had a pillow fight. <laughs> Rooster Muzz and Steve. So Rooster Muzz threw the first hand grenade over the fence and Radio Icon Glenn said, uh, Steve from Dubbo said, Radio Icon Glenn would counter-punch Rooster Muzz all night long. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see it. Get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. Or for our New Zealand listeners, double eight double three. They've just had a big election over there as well. Still a in few votes to come in. Yeah, Labour look like they've do, do they, out. Are they going to get a new Prime Minister? Coalition, yeah. Wow. Coming in, yeah. yeah. And if you want to call the show at any stage, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. We've got Swift's co-captain Matty Proud coming up very, very soon on the show. And welcome to the show if you're joining us for the first time. We did talk about earlier on. We're going to get to some of those text messages very soon. On the back of the Manly Warring Seagulls getting a new logo. Twenty years since they've changed their logo. I like it. I think it's futuristic, as you said, Daddy Vass. I think it looks very Americanized, which I don't mind. Looks like a bit like a Seattle Seahawk. Does it? Yeah, which I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. So what was your thoughts, Manly yeah. fans? It's the West Coast Eagles did the same thing a few years ago. Well, 10 reps on the text line says, the new Manly looks like a pigeon with a mullet. <laughs> so, it does. Do you like it? It does. I like it. Mm. I don't mind it. Don't no. mind it at all. No. So what's the worst and best sporting logos? We're getting plenty of nominations. We'll get to those really soon. And um, and also some, some of the things we missed earlier on we're going to touch on. Right now, thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Now, of course, the Aussies, as Chris Lynn alluded to very early on, he, the Australian beat Sri Lanka, which they needed to. Mm, in they luck now. In luck now. Five wickets. And when we look at the scorecard, interesting, because Josh Inglis, 58 off 59, Mitchell Marsh again, and Marnus Labashane were the top scorers. But Adam Zampa, who has come under a lot of pressure, he's the only recognised spinner rat. Mm. Took four for yeah, good on him. I'm, 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 I've got to wrap my head around. We're in cricket season now. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I haven't bought in yet. Yep. I just, I've been following the reports. So we're in a World Cup, and you can't buy into. No, cricket I'm yet. just, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I've been. There has been so much sport this year, mm. and like top level. Sport. What about the World Cups we've had? Yeah, you know what? You know what? Have we had this many World Cups in a year? I don't know. Like, there's netball. There's the women's soccer. The uh, the rugby union. Well, well, this cricket. is the thing. I was just down at like the soccer national titles the other day, and I was talking about how unfortunate it was for the women's Australian diamonds, the, mm. the Australian netball team. Like, I don't think they got near the credit that they deserved because it, it was just lost in the wash. Mm. Yeah. You know, do you not agree with that? Like one of the ladies I was talking to down there didn't even realise that they'd played and won. Who? The I just not a just a 
just like they're soccer mums and yeah. stuff, you know, like I was just talking about women, women's sport, you know, like, yeah. but because it was, you know, played during, like, I think they were playing during, was it during the soccer, women's the soccer Nepal World, World Cup? Cup? Yeah, 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 yeah it was World during, Cup. They a couple of days beforehand, they just got, wrapped up just the got lost in the wash. Yeah. And I, I feel it's for a shame. It's because it's like, they should have come home to a ticker tape parade exactly and right. excitement and I didn't, I didn't hear or see anything about it. Yeah. You're exactly right. You're exa- they're one of our most successful sides as well. But yeah, no, I'm 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 going to get into it. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I'm I'm just I'm I'm just yeah. Like I said, I'm just sported out. Not sported out. I'll never be sported out. Overwhelmed. But it's just by the I'm just trying to find where do I direct my attention right now. Well, the Aussies now play Pakistan on Friday. Tough match. Then we've got the Netherlands. Then we've got uh, then we've got New Zealand. Then I think we've got England. So it it doesn't get easy when you're in a World Cup. It shouldn't be easy either if you want to win it. Now, I'm going to throw this at your rat. Put your recruitment head on. Mm. And when you look at the available players from November 1, yep. there's not a lot of front rowers. No, there's not. There's not a plethora of front rowers available because clubs know how important they are yep. to keep them on contract. Well, we saw Alex Twell just re-signed, didn't he, with the he Tigers? Did. was told he can go look elsewhere, then re-sign and added a couple of years to it as well. Was that a, like, here's your offer, but you can go and look elsewhere? And then well, he went he looked elsewhere and then came back and he said... still had another year. So I reckon it was a, let's throw it out there and see what the feedback from the fans are like. Or or let's let Alex go and negotiate and see what he's worth on the open market. And yeah. Maybe cause maybe they had something there in mind and they came back and he took what, what was on the table. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. So I'm going to throw you all these players. These, I suppose you could call them top shelf players. Mm-hmm. Potential top yep. shelf players because of their age. You can only have one. One out of this okay. group. One, and again, it depends what team you play for and what position you need. But okay, you're going to start a new club. Yeah. You can sign this player for 2025. So you got Jerome Luai. You got Sean Johnson. You got Connor Tracy, Jai Arrow, five eighth of the year Ezra Mam. Mm. You got Bradman Best and Jacob Saifidi, and Tommy Dearden. Yeah, it's a good player. So you can have one. You're starting uh, a new club? Yeah, I, I'd probably take Jai Arrow. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Good middle. Just and it, Yeah, he made a big difference to South when he came back from that hamstring early, injury early in the year. Uh, he's, he's a top shelf player, Jai Arrow. I, I like him. Yeah, and again, you need front rowers, don't mm. you? Yeah, you're right. He's just something different, isn't he? Yeah. I'm going, I'm going Tom Dearden. Yeah, yeah. He's grown a lot up in North Queensland. Since leaving the Bronx. I hope he stays at North Queensland because I think he's really flourished on a, on a Toddy Payton's coaching. But something tells me I think he may he may end up at Brisbane one day. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll allow him to go because he's too important, but but he's uh he's a quality half. Has mm. to be Ezra Mam. Ezra Mam, Dad? Yeah. Why? Just on youth and potential. Yeah. He's gotta have a he's gotta have a, a specific number seven next to him, Ezra yeah. Mam. Yeah, he's still yeah. developing, but you know, like oh, Sean I've Johnson. Oh, I've got a big rap on him. Don't get me wrong. Good I just, player, you really just, good player. You just need strong players in the middle of your field nowadays, mm, and yeah. if you don't have them, doesn't matter what you got outside. One three hundred zero one eleven seventy. We've got Tony. Is it Tony Banana from Botany mm. on the line? How are you, Tone? Not too bad. Not too bad, guys. Uh, Scotty, I've got a story for you. Go for it. For your dad. For um, your dad when he uh, came down to play footy for South. Yeah. Um, I bloody remember the other day, I said um, he worked at General Motors Holden for a little bit. He did? Because um, they, they, they had to work, you know, before they, you know, they couldn't, wasn't full-time, as you know. Anyhow, my dad, being a, uh, Italian and broken Italians, saw him and said, 
he says, oh, my son loved football. He loved football anyhow. So, so uh, Dad, I went up to the GM, GMH one day and Dad introduced me to John. And he says, oh, he, he was such a gentleman, mate. Well, he was a, he's a champion, mate. He's a champion bloke, as you know. Anyhow, and um, he said, oh, hey, you follow footy? I says, yeah, I play footy. I'm, you know, I was, I was an average player. Anyhow, so um, he says, well, who do you follow, son? I says, I had to bite my tongue and say, sorry, John, but I follow uh, Mr. Mr. Sattler, I called him. Mr. Sattler, I was only about 10 or 12. I says, I follow St. George. And he and he, he looked at me like that, and he looked at me funny, and then he turned around, and he gave me a big hug, and he says, "Don't worry, son, you'll end up following South, and I'm about half an inch from following South, mate." <laughs> but um, the other story, the other story is Maddie. I yep. talked to Vince during the week, and he and um, have you told anybody what the Maddie John's pizza is, mate? The Come Maddie, on, the Maddie Rogers pizza. <laughs> Maddie Rogers, sorry, Maddie Rogers, sorry, mate, sorry. Sorry, uh, well, well, it's spaghetti bolognese uh, on a pizza. I love that. I know, I know. I was, I was gobsmacked. I oh, mate, that was my wow. pre-game meal. Loved it. loved it. Yeah, that's right. He said that. He said yeah, that. I'd have it every. Yeah, he, 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 you know, he loved you. He still loves you. Yeah. Have you been up there yet or not, mate? I, I didn't get down there unfortunately on the weekend, but I'm down again this week. So who knows? Oh, okay. I might, might be able to make a little visit to the All pizza. Right, go league. and see him, mate. Go and see him. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be love to see you there. He'd love to see Good you. Good on you, Tony. Thanks Anyhow, for the call, guys, mate. Thanks, thanks for listening. But as I said, John, your dad, John, was a gentleman, mate. Yeah, he, he was. was a gentleman. He was. Thank you, Tony. Really yeah. appreciate it, mate. Thank you for calling up. Not a problem, Scotty. Now, we've got, we've got, this is about, the, I've got no doubt this will be about the Manly Seagulls logo. And it says on our phone line, John from Auckland, but I'm pretty sure this is AKA Mark Carroll spud with two Ds. Am I correct? No, it's actually John from Auckland. It is John from Auckland. <laughs> so, we, so, John, we had a John from Auckland the other day. We said, John from Auckland, it was Spud Carroll. So oh, I don't right. know how that came through. How are you, John? Uh, yeah, good, mate. Good, good. Uh, nice listening to your show over here in Auckland. We're just waiting for the Kiwi Test matchup against Tua Samoa this weekend. Nice. Yeah. So it's looking good, mate. And Kangaroos are looking good, looking sharp. Mm. Always the team to beat. Hey, uh, I just want to talk about uh, probably the most polarising national coach probably in the world at the moment, Eddie Jones. Yes, mm. he's staying on with the ARU, mate. Yep. Um, how do you how do you blokes feel about that? Oh, oh I, I like it. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to change more stuff at the top. I mean, there's a lot more stuff that behind the scenes that needs changing before we start changing coaches again. Uh, Eddie's proven a proven coach. I mean, Eddie can coach. He's, he's been in the game for a long time. Um, I, I think there's certainly things he could do better uh, in terms of his, his engagement with, you know, the media and, and the like. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's a bigger picture, mate. I think it's a bigger picture than, you know, let's just get another coach in there and it'll make everything right. I don't think there's a coach in the world right now that could turn um, Australian rugby around. Uh, and, and when I say turn it around, well, don't get me wrong, I think Dave Rennie was doing an okay job. But, you know, we, we weren't winning anything. Mm. And, you know, Robbie Dean, yeah. who was there, like, we weren't winning anything. Um, you know, when Ewan McKenzie was there, we weren't winning anything. I mean, we haven't won anything for 20 years. So it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a bigger picture than, oh, let's just get a new coach in there and see if he can do it. Um, yeah, it's, I think we need some change in the administrative or in the, in the retention and recruitment of our players and the development of our players to, to, for long, long-term sustainability at a high level. Are you ringing up the gloat, well, John? The rugby oh, yeah, with the wall. Are you ringing up the gloat? <laughs> or, uh, 
nah, you know, we need you Aussies, mate. We need we yeah. need the Southern Hemisphere rugby to be strong. Yeah. Especially with South Africa going north. Yep, and exactly. We've seen the fruits of Ireland and France. Yep. So we need a strong Australia to come back. And you guys are hosting the World Cup. It's going to go up to 24 teams. Yep. So you're going to have the whole world in your backyard in four years' time. I yeah. mean, I love my rugby league, but unfortunately rugby league's not international as rugby. No, no. And I want a strong Wallabies team, and I want you to push for that World Cup, mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah, working hard for it. There'll be a lot of work done between now and then, mate, and I'm sure you'll see a big improvement. Awesome. Good on you, John. Great stuff, John. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Yeah, thanks to our Kiwi listeners. Outstanding you get a call. Mm. Keep calling up, John. It's <laughs> always good to talk to the Kiwis. Kind people they ah. are. Now, here he is. Come on, get him on. Here he is, Glenn. Glenn, what's happening? How are you, buddy? Congratulations. How are you, boys? I'm really good. Where's Justin? Well, Where's Justin? You're giving the day off, boys. Yeah, I came to fill in for him. He's so overworked. Oh, fair enough, mate. Man, he's been in Bali about eight times this year. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Can I just say what a pleasure it was following John with two Ds from Auckland there, mate. Yep. John with two Ds, you're welcome in the Rat Pack anytime, buddy. He's too smart I think it's for the, the Rat, rat pack. pack, not the Rat Pack. He's, too, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, mate, he's, he's more than welcome, mate. I'm going to keep this very, very short tonight, okay, mate. Yep. I just okay. wanted to say that... Um, um, as for that bloke who uh, had five kids... Uh, five kids of his own as defendant and one with the plaintiff. In the words of Judge Judy, mate, uh, get yourself a bloody job, old mate. That'll do for tonight, boys, because I've got a whole heap what? for tomorrow's wacky Wednesday. So. Yeah. 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 There it is. Yeah. Yep. Mm. A radio icon. Yeah. <laughs> now, South Sydney, we spoke about last mm. week, Have uh, well, they swept into the Gold Coast and they took over Kebra Park as... Their exclusive school, yep, uh, which is a really smart move to be able to do that. But they've also they're trying to dominate Queensland rugby league the best they can, Rat. So I don't know whether you read this at all that they've also taken on the Townsville Blackhawks, who have been historically a North Queensland Cowboys feeder club. Terry Campisi's coached them this year. Is he really mm. Terry Campisi? Yep. Wow. So they're taken on the Townsville Blackhawks in a two-year affiliation as as one of their feeder clubs in the Queensland Cup, the Host Plus Cup. Mm. Smart move. Now, I, I know that the Queensland NRL clubs would love to be able to have one one Queensland Cup team. So if you miss out on first grade, you get put down to the same team, you keep everything with great continuity, mm. and then they just they come and go up in the first grade and back again, and it's very streamlined. Now, that doesn't happen under the QRL because we like to make the competition stronger. In, in Queensland. Yeah. Uh, New South Wales, more, they've got more of the direct feeder club. Yeah. They call it like a, where Townsville, a nuclear where, 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 do, where do the Cowboys? So they go the Mackay Cutters. Right. The Northern Pride, which is right. Cairns. Yes. And also Townsville Blackhawks. So so the Townsville Blackhawks field basically used to sit in the shadows of the old 1300 Smiles mm. just over the back. So uh, I don't know whether this the Cowboys are – a little bit disheartened by this. You'd think they would be. Mm, well, I, I, from what I do outside of this, yep. we've got some players up there. And, and one of the advantages of, of having young up-and-coming players going to a club that isn't a direct affiliate with a club like, say, Townsville, affiliated with Townsville, yep. is is those players get to play in the Q Cup because they're not knocked out by eight players coming back from that NRL club Spread back to that talent. feeder club. Mm. So... Um, you know, the likes, the, like the Gold Coast Titans, for instance, this year, 
they're going to be feeding directly to the Tweed Seagulls. And Ipswich Jets. And, and Ipswich yep. Jets. So if you've, if you've got, if you're a young player trying to, you know, cut your teeth and, you know, you're a centre and you're at Tweed, you know, another centre comes back from the Titans, all of a sudden you're playing for the Tugan Seahawks mm. or something. So um, when you don't have that direct affiliation, and although South uh, are going to align with them, I'd, I'd be shocked if they're going to send players up to North Queensland to play on okay. a weekend. Yeah, so, of course, they've got their feeder club arrangement in Sydney. You'd think they'd still retain that. Yeah, that. yeah they'll retain that. Yep. So um, I think it's more about um, an opportunity to poach talent from North Queensland. You know, it, I've got no doubt there'd be some sort of contingency plan that the Cowboys will have in place, but it, it's it's smart by South Sydney, who very rarely went outside their immediate region. They had such a strong, strong junior base that they could bring mm. a lot of their players through. But it's smart. You've got to... Got to try and spread your wings. So there's um, guys like uh, Joey O'Callaghan, who's who coached their New South Wales Cup team to a, a win this year, the state championship. He oversaw a lot of that uh, that pathway work as well. Ben 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 just texted in. He, was, he said, "I'd take Tommy Dearden. There are no halfbacks left in the rest of the country, and he'll be an Origin player for years True. to come." Rat's tip of Jai Arrow is worse than his Samoa tip. <laughs> <laughs> no worry, I get some right. Yeah, well, you know, I just like tipping roughies. Yeah, Irrigee offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions. That's a sports update to save time and water. Irrigee is here. We're going to have an NFL update, and Woogie, well, he's going to be a little bit happier after his Dallas Cowboys had a win. We'll have an NFL update very soon, and we'll get to your text messages after the break. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Long again to Maddie Proud. Couple of occasions, Maddie Proud. ball and vision. No one's been on Maddie Proud, though. Talking about how dominant Proud is. So you have to shut her down. She's proud, all right. She's a champion, <laughs> this yes. young lady. Maddie Proud, co-captain of the New South Wales Swifts. Big season for oh, the Swifts this year. Oh, that was a nice little ego boost. Yeah, mm. well, you always We like ask, to do that. You always like text me that. off air and you say, listen, when I come on tonight, can you just pump my tyres up as much as possible? How are you, Maddie? I'm very well, thanks. How are you guys? I'm really well. So you just finished coaching, so you're giving back to the game in the off-season, are you? Yes, absolutely. Just finding a few other ways, especially at the moment, to make a few extra dollars along the way. But no, it's mainly from the goodness of my heart and just trying to yeah, get some young kids out there playing netball, which is what we love to see. Now we're going to talk about the Constellation Cup very soon. We're going to talk about your day out at the Everest and how messy you got, but... <laughs> Firstly, I want to well, let's address. Oh, did you get a whisper? Did you, did you hear? Yeah, you a little bit of a whisper. word on the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Turn up looking like a catwalk model, walking oh. out with shoes in hand. Oh, but anyway, no. <laughs> anyway uh, let's address the elephant in the room first. Of course, the heartbreaking loss to the Thunderbirds in the SunCorp Super Netball Grand Final. How long did it hurt for, Maddie, or is it still hurting? Well, I thought I'd almost got over it until about five seconds ago when you oh. just brought it up again. Um, <laughs> 
but no, I think it's been a, a scatter between, yeah, it was very heartbreaking. Then I went back to Adelaide, actually, to visit the family because I'm from Adelaide, and then it all came up again, and people were coming up to me saying, how good was that? And I wanted to punch a few of them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, I think, to, to lose in that manner as well, to kind of go into extra time, and, um, oh. you know, we, we obviously were down by a lot in the first half. We clawed our way back, and then we're in a position to kind of take it, and then probably just when it mattered, we couldn't do it. So, yeah, probably one of the hardest games I've ever been a part of, but, you know, on the flip side of that to have come back from a deficit that we did showed that we kind of had it in us but um yeah yeah pretty hard and I don't think it'll stop hurting until hopefully we hold up the trophy next year I, I, I don't think Maddie I don't think people realize like because it's just, it's a game to them and they're like oh you know must, that would have sucked and I don't think people realize how much it hurts and how long it hurts for and every time someone and we're still talking about it how, how often people talk about it and it just takes you back to that moment and happens to me every four years when the rugby world cup comes around <laughs> and you just mentioned extra time it took me straight back to 2003 rugby world cup <laughs> yeah. final it just like it's horrible puts in the fetal so, and you go so back over every part, every moment every second what you, you could have done different done one thing differently yep. and i'm still having nightmares so yeah i won't be able to sleep again tonight but that's all right <laughs> yeah sorry about that so do you, do you like off season do you, do you give yourself a break or do you like to keep training you like to keep keep things moving along or do you just put the uh the trainers up and think i'm just going to have some me time uh, it's a bit of a mixture. I mean, I'm by nature someone that doesn't like to sit still for too long, so I'm always sort of doing something. I actually had to get a little knee clean out in the off-season, so that completely slowed me down, which in a way was probably a blessing in disguise. It made me just put the feet up literally for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, we always kind of make sure we get a little bit of time. You know, I went home to Adelaide, did a few little trips here and there, so I kind of take those first few weeks in particular to, you know, more than anything this year, mentally switch off. But, um, yeah, we're sort of back in the gym and doing a few things now, and we'll hopefully ramp uh, in into pre-season in the kind of coming weeks and months, provided we can get a contract sorted. But, um, yeah, we, we definitely like to have a little bit of time off, which is nice. Now, SEN's own Melbourne Mavericks come into the competition, Maddie, for the Suncorp Super Netball Series uh, next year. Now, they've just taken over the licence of, of the Magpies. Same amount of teams, so does much change really for an opposition player? Not really. I think the only thing that changes this season is their, well, through whispers, there's going to be a fair bit of movement amongst teams. I think, you know, there comes this kind of patch every few years when players are off contract and we've just sort of come off the back of a, a three-year deal for a lot of people. So there's been a lot of um, suspected movement around the place. And, you know, so not only with the new team, there's been a few kind of big changes in that. So I think it's going to be a whole kind of fresh season next year which is really exciting i think hopefully the swiss will be pretty similar but it means that we've got a lot of new things to look at um with other teams so it always keeps the competition you know new and exciting and means that it will probably be bigger and better than ever so tracy neville is the the coach of the mavericks they've got a great logo mind you outstanding logo i agree yeah so good um now tracy neville she's highly decorated as a player and a coach english english born She's actually the twin sister of, of Phil Neville and the brother of Gary Neville, the great Manchester United player. Wow. Which you would have seen she would have been hanging out with Bex back in the day. Beckham, yeah, doco. So for a start-up club, your coach is so important, like we saw with the Dolphins and Wayne Bennett and Matty. So the right appointment? Yeah, absolutely. I think, especially at the moment, it's very apt. I think they've timed it well. I think they might have collaborated with Netflix to get a little bit of extra promo for the Mavericks <laughs> with Gary Neville getting a good a good run in that. But our claim to fame is that Helen Housby and our team had David Beckham comment on one of her photos when they won the World Cup. Um, so I think she's, <laughs> she's got the upper hand there. Um, so I'll, I'll still claim that the, the higher regard is at the Swift. But no, I think she's done pretty great things, especially with England. And then we saw last year with what happened with um, Thunderbirds. I think, you know, she had a huge influence 
based on the way that their season panned out and it looks like she's got a few of those girls following her over to England. So, yeah, sorry, over to the Mavericks, sorry. But, no, she, um, yeah, is going to be a force to be reckoned with, I think, and will add something new and exciting to their team and also the league. Yeah, so um, the Constellation Cup, you must be wrapped that the Diamonds have uh, been able to take a 2-0 lead. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they kind of have done it the way they have in, um, you know, pretty convincing style, just shows that they've picked up where they left off after the, the World Cup and they kind of don't seem to be taking a backward step. So um, it'll be interesting when they go over to New Zealand because the way it was last year was, you know, the two games that were won were on home soil and the two they lost were over there. And it's, it's pretty hard to, to win over there. And they've gone as far as they can down to Invercargill. So the, the most southern point you can get, I think it's about five degrees there at the moment. <laughs> so they'll have to make sure they do an extra warm-up to, to get that win. But no, it's so good to just, yeah, see them really not slowing down at all and, and, you know, cementing that spot as the number one team in the world. Maddie, I love talking to you. That happy. You're... Just got the greatest energy. I know. I'm feeling like she's making me feel flat. Yeah, I because know. I, like she's, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm upbeat. Yeah. But now I just feel like I'm just I'm just the good. You know the good part about her also. She writes <laughs> oh, kids it's, books. It's the kids. It's Kid, the kids. Oh. Coaching with the kids. Mate, I, I just I just got I just got some of Tommy Turbo's kids books. Yeah. They're unreal. Is he writing books? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Maddie, we up to what, what's what's the latest with your talk us through the books. children books. We're up to, yeah, we're up to number three. So I'm sort of halfway through writing number three. I've had a little bit of writer's block. So we've got Grace on the court and Grace back on court, uh, you know, very creatively, but are, are both out at the moment following young Grace Parker as she heads into high school and sort of follows her first year of high school netball. And then the second one sort of picks up with her trying to take that next step in her next netball career and sort of not shy of any drama with, you know, relationships and oh, boys wow. and all of, you know, those, those fun things that happen when you're at high school. But, um, yeah, that's been my off-season challenge. I've actually yeah, been telling a few of the girls I need to set myself a few more goals and, and try and get it finished a little bit sooner um, because it's been a little bit slow. So hopefully next time we chat, we'll have a, a third grace on the shelves. AKA, it's a window into the soul of Maddie Proud. These yeah, books. Exactly. It's, it's really it's an autobiography. It's, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like... It's, it's a glorified autobiography. It's what I wish my life was like at 13. I wish I had, you know, the hot boy at school chasing after me, but unfortunately that, that never happened. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Maddie, uh, outstanding to catch up with you. I know it's your off-season. You're giving back to the, the game by coaching the kids. You're writing the kids' books as well. It's all happening for you, and it's, uh, it's great to, to catch up with you again on Sports Day. Thanks for taking time out. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. We'll chat to you soon. See you, Maddie. She's great, isn't she? Oh, what She's a, awesome. Like a little energy. She's Energizer ta- bunny. She's great talent. You know, post-career as well. I mean, she missed the Swiss when they won a comp a few years back. She yep. had a knee reconstruction. Yep. Then to come back and then captain the Swifts to a premiership a couple of seasons back. She's just a, she's just a great person, it's, great it's, human. It's a, it's, a pretty reg, it's a pretty common injury in netball, isn't it, the knee recos? Like oh. they, lot, lot of, like the way they've got to stop. Yeah. Just, yeah. And the hard surface, oh, and it's yeah, it's, yeah, and it's such a physical game. Oh as well. mate, I've I've gone and watched. I I, I when um, I was down in Melbourne, went and watched Renee Ingalls play for yep. the Melbourne team or whatever. Yeah, and you know I'm just sitting there, you know, courtside watching this game, thinking, oh, it'll just mate, they were into it, like <laughs> proper, like whacking yeah. each other and it's great. abusing each other. It was good fun. Now, David from Old Two, Gabby, let's get to a few of your text messages before we get to the break. Talking about logos. David says, Sats Rat and Daddy Vash, surely the worst logos are a flower, i.e. the Waratah and the Protea. Now, I uh, thought a Protea was the, was the, the um, oh, no, that's a Springbok, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the Proteas are the, are the, the cricket team. Yeah. The Springboks are the. Yeah, but the logo, but the, the Protea is a flower. Yeah. I've just learnt. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
I thought it was. Oh, the, you thought it was the spring. I thought it was the reindeer-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're that's, an idiot. that's a springbok, isn't it? Sutton, yeah. one of the worst. This is from Daniel from Prairie. One of the worst short-lived franchise monikers would have to be the Gold Coast Gladiators. Oh yeah. Not many NRL fans would remember, but during the lifespan of the Gold Coast, having originally been born as the Giants, New ownership sure yeah. saw them become the Seagulls and the Chargers. But in between that. They became the Gladiators prior to the 96 season. Won a plate at the World Seven. They won a plate final, which is the best of the worst. Yeah, yeah, as, the yeah. Gla- as the Gladiators. Only for the NRL to revoke the licence. Uh, the yeah, they didn't end up playing under the, the name no. officially. And Stormy, from Daniel, uh, Stormy Daniel from Prairiewood, honestly, you are an encyclopedia of rugby he is, league. He's like our, he's, he's, he's our own David Middleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buzzer here. My father and grandfather played lawn bowls for the Cabramatta Bull Ants. I love the names. God, I love some of the names. Usually it's got to have something to do with your area, doesn't it? And sometimes it's just not. It's just completely. What about about the New New Orleans baby cakes? They're a baseball side. (laughs) The New Orleans baby cakes. The Jupiter Hammerheads. They're from Florida. The Albatross says on team logos, American ice hockey team called the Macon Whoopi. Not sure what their logo it looks like. The The Macon Whoopi. That's because they're going to whoop. Some ass, I think. <laughs> that, that would be what that would be about because it's ice hockey. Slimy G says one of Fletcher's size is a Swiss team. Obviously, the new NBL, NBL side. Team. And at first, everyone went, "What? What's a jack jumper?" Of course, but I actually don't mind it. I don't jack mind jumpers. it. Yeah, it's got a mm. bit of basketball involvement yeah, as well. Yeah. I don't mind. Oh, I just got rid of one there. Yeah, yeah, How about this? That. The Michigan yep. Lansing Lung Nuts. <laughs> yeah, the Lansing oh, Lung Nuts. I said that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, get with it, mate. The, now, this is one of my favourites, Toronto, Toronto Robbies from, uh, I should say, around the area there. Maitland Pumpkin Pickers. Not sure of their emblem. Pretty sure it's a pumpkin. Is uh, it? No. No, it's not. It's a person picking yeah, a pumpkin. Per- pissing, yeah, it is. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Mm. Um, now, the new manly emblem looks as bad as the style when the Broncos changed theirs. Just leave the original. Eric. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with changing, and 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 it gives us the opportunity to go back to those re- and have those retro rounds, and yep. you know they go back into an original or an older style of jersey. I don't mind the change. Mm. Come on, Eric, you got to you got to sort of loosen up a little. Did you read the one out from Stephen who said I take all my compliments back? Oh, about where rat. is he? I'm gonna, I'm I take gonna... all my compliments about Rat back. <laughs> Vapors are for flogs. Does he ride it? A Vespa to work. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm I'm, I'm just gonna double down on my para bashing next year. Don't, Steve, don't be one of those guys that worries about what other people do. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Nathan you, you're says, old enough and, and and smart enough and strong enough and you know. Uh, Nathan says the Beachmere Pelicans. I'll, I'll be thinking there'd be a lot of pelicans around Beachmere with a name like Beach. The Arctic Circle Lapland Santa Claus FC. <laughs> that's that's not true, Paul. Is that true? Mm. Not quite sure. The Stingers logo would have been perfect for the Gold Coast, says George from yeah, I, Q I, in Melbourne. I don't mind it. As the blue bottles could be incorporated with their colours that are also blue. Mm. I didn't mind it. I like the Stingers. Some of the other ones were Gold Coast United before, before. the soccer team. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't like the United. It's very, it's very soccer orientated. Well, that's exactly what it was about. It was about uniting a community. There was the uh, Gold Coast Pirates. Was one which I didn't mind actually. Pirates. You could have a real Tampa Bay Buccaneers sort of. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind the pirates. Yeah. I, I I just I just like the fact that you know, um, I like the way that that the the Americans and you know you can 
love it or hate it, but I just, the, the Americans are a bit out there with with their logos and their um, and their names. Yep. And they're not afraid to, you know, even give their in, in their even give their teams a a uh, a, a nickname. Yep. And then they'll wear a jersey with the nickname. Exactly. On it. It's yeah, all, for sure. You know. It, yeah. It'll be it'll be. I wouldn't mind seeing that. What if Andrew Abdo came to Sports Day and said? You know, we, we've made a decision on the eighteenth team. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's going to be WA, okay? Yeah, mixed in with a team of your choice. We want you to come up with a logo. And well, we put, we put well, it what do you mean a team of your choice? Like, well, I was uh, going to say the Rams, but they already have a logo. Well, if they get a license, it'll probably be the Pirates, mm. the West Australian Pirates, or the West Side Pirates, because um, there's a there's a consortium that wants the pirate name. Then there's also the push for the Norse Bears to, to re-enter as the as the West Side Bears, or yeah, mm. right. And the West Side comes into the younger generation, which is all West Side. West Side. So they'll be going like this. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, score they'll a try. Doing, doing Link the, their fingers. Yeah, doing the, yeah, the now fingers Frenchie up. says the worst logo and name the Dolphins logo looks like it's a Microsoft Word. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan of the Dolphins logo. I got, I got to say, I'm, I'm not a fan of their jersey. I'm, I'm vanilla Coke. Yeah, yeah. It, it is like that. It is like a bottle of vanilla <laughs> yeah. Coke. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. But, uh, yeah, I think they could do better. Yep. Now, before we get to the break, a trade radio update. Conan L. Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Now, Collingwood have sent the AFL world into an absolute frenzy after announcing they're open to trading their young gun. This guy is a gun, Jack Ginnivan. Yeah, he right. is a superstar, and they're open to trading him to another club. Now, why would you do Don't that with one of superstars? Don't mind it. Edmonton Oilers traded Wayne Gretzky. They did too. Um, Look at that turned out. Yeah, true. And he never, won another, he never won another Stanley Cup. Yeah. What, what, what I will say is we don't know the what's going on on the inside. He's 22. Seems It seems like why would you do that? Yep. Um, but, I mean, the fact that you can trade a player of that calibre, like yeah. what are you going to get back for it? Well, that's the biggest thing in the AFL. You can... You can set up your future, even though you've got a twenty-two-year-old, which can set up your future. You can might get they might get three guys for that. You can get multiple. Yeah, picks, it might get yeah. picks. Might get you know. Absolutely, that's a trade radio update for the AFL and Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. Let's get to a break, and after the break, Rats Shopping Quiz. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to five hundred and twenty-eight kilometres of range. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Come on, Michael. Don't be mean. We have to do it. What? I can't read it out. Hi, Sats and Rat. What about the Lakes United Seagulls? Mighty club, but a bit of a la- lame name. The Curry Kids threw chips at us when we ran on. Belmont from Clarence. Yeah, the Curry Curry Bulldogs. Well, some of my local teams that we used to give a bake to, this is from Rob, he says, were the Sylvania Trees and the Helensburg Thistles. That's got to be one of the worst. That's got to be one of the worst. 50 used to play for the Berg, for Helensburg. Oh, they were the Tigers, the Helensburg Tigers. That's what I thought. But yeah. it must be rugby. Maybe rugby. Yeah, probably. The Thistles. Yeah. <laughs> Now, before we get the Rats shopping quiz, and on Rats shopping quiz, a 970 says, Rats quiz, Rat, whatever the price is, 
you're thinking times it by 10. Yeah, I'm, I get that. Well, I understand that. <laughs> However, if I times everything by 10, I'm still going to have the same order. Oh, let's get to an NFL promo really quickly. Now, Woogie's Dallas Cowboys. He's a happy man today. Oh. It's always good to win when you're going into a buy rat because that a win today. Your, main, your man, Dean Trista, was there. He was there. ringing me from the ground just before, and he was blind, so I wasn't going to take the call because <laughs> I know what he's like. But... Um, yeah, mate, my guys are Niners. They got beat by Cleveland. They had a field goal to win at 45 yards. The bloke missed it. And um, we got injuries to Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, two of our stars, our running back and wide receivers. So not good. That Christian McCaffrey is something He's else. He's a gun. Oh, my yeah, goodness. so the Cowboys, three-point win over the Chargers, 20 points to 17. Um, yeah, they had to had to do it tough. So the Cowboys now into the bye week, four and two to start the season. I don't think there's any five and O's anymore. No, there's not. Yeah. Catch every NFL game this season with the Game Pass only at DAZN. Visit nflgamepass.com. Now let's get to this. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Days. Is the price right? Come on down, Matt Rogers. And he. So bad. Oh, so bad. I think you just want to play that because it's you on the intro, Daddy. I think you're right. Now, Rad, I've just handed you four pieces of paper. You can look at them now if you want to read the four items out. Diced Italian tomatoes. They'll be expensive. Okay. <laughs> chic hydro. What? Chic. Yep. Chic hydro silk trimline razor. Okay. Yeah. Mass production. Okay. Tip top raisin bread. Yep. A mm, couple of bucks. Vegan plant-based beef brisket. Yep. Vegan plant-based beef brisket. You should not be allowed to have that name Same like that. Same sentence. Now, Sats, can you explain the rules again? So the rules are that Rat's got to put those from cheapest to most expensive when you're doing your shopping. And this all stems from Rat's just inability to know what happens when you go and do the shopping because Chloe does it all. Well, I'm, I'm going to... He's getting a little bit better. I've got to say, last time we did this, he got a little bit better. Vegan, vegan plant-based. There's a okay, lot of. So pro- there's got to be a lot of production in that. Okay. Vegan plant-based beef brisket. Okay. So that that's got to be the most expensive, I reckon. Okay. So, yep. So put that down the bottom, not up the top. Up the top. Down the bottom. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the most expensive. Diced Italian tomatoes. They've yep. come all the way from Italy. Yep. They're definitely the second most expensive. Okay. Chic hydro. I don't even know Silk what that trim is. Trimline razor. That is the razor. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think. What about maybe, his, maybe can we do a noise game? No, no. In so, his head? so maybe oh, no. Cool. I'm going to put I'm going to put oh. the chic hydro above the tomatoes. <laughs> so tomatoes most expensive. Chic trimline razor second most expensive. So what's the tip top? No, no. I thought this was. Oh, sorry. Vegan brisket. Ve- vegan is brisket most expensive. Most expensive. Okay, gotcha. Then the then the razor. Razor. Then the diced tomatoes. Yep. Than the raisin bread. Okay, so the cheapest one you're saying is the raisin bread. Yep. And second, you're saying diced tomatoes. Yep. Third, you're saying the raisins. Yep. And <laughs> the last one is the vegan plant-based <laughs> brisket. 
Okay, so mate, diced tomatoes is like a dollar. So diced Italian tomatoes are a dollar ten a can. Come on, right? Oh, how are they not? Ex- that, they're <laughs> getting ripped off. I'm starting a diced tomato union. It's actually the next one you're holding up. <laughs> oh. Oh. So there's a union there for the Italian to yeah, a dicing yeah. the tomatoes. I'm going to speak to uh, Anthony LaFranchi. We'll okay. get onto that. <laughs> Share that to you. Italians aren't getting looked after in this country. Number two is the tip top raisin bread, five dollars twenty. Five dollars twenty for bread. That's cheap, hey. Is that expensive? What? I don't know. <laughs> what, are you, what are you yelling at? I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Exactly. Whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Expensive. Number three is the vegan plant-based brief biscuit. Well, I was close. $7.20. Yeah, that, I knew there would be some production in that. Yeah. And the chic trimline razor is $17.50. That is a joke. That's what Chloe's buying. Last time I checked in the shower. But <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I don't know what razors I use. I, I just use the ones that are in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. there you go. You failed miserably. You've That's gone backwards. That is a joke. <laughs> that, because those razors, they, they would have a mould set up and they'd, they'd do that once. Yep. Then a mass production. $17.50. they would be cheap as anything. Yeah. I get mine for seven bucks. Yeah. That's oh. why you got a rash every time. <laughs> oh. yeah. uh, let's get to a break. We'll wrap the show up. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Let's wrap the show up. We're in the home straight. And I want to thank, uh, we'll do that a little bit later on because uh, great guests of the show. Also, you, the listeners, with your with your input as well. But before we do that. 619's just said that is ridiculous. I agree. That, like, that sh- those prices, certain things. No, he's saying, or she is saying, what is ridiculous is your inability to know anything about anything. No. I feel I, sorry for the Italians that are dicing up those tomatoes. Oh, so do I. I, I what I <laughs> want to know is, yep. do, the, do the tomatoes come, do they come all the way from Italy as a tomato? Or do they get diced up over there? And packaged, because that's like, yeah. what, are they, what, are they, what are they charging we're for labour over there in Italy? We're, we're yeah. going to investigate there's this. Got, there's got to be. Oh. There needs to be an investigation. <laughs> now, before we go, we've got a great tip thanks to The Leg Up. The Leg Up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. They've had a... Very good conversion rate. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Ipswich race six tomorrow. Number two, John Cougar Mellencamp. Hurts so good. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Should be winning this. So make sure you get on and have a look. Leg up on the bookies with the Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Thelegup.com.au. Rat, before we go to the to the end of the show and finish up, let's uh, get through a couple more text messages. Yeah, um, well... Another outstanding show, fellas. Absolute radio gold. That's from Steve from Dubbo. Thanks, mate. Rooster Muzz would win easy. Radio Freckle Glenn would get distracted by anything shiny. Now, 989 says the Jindabyne bush pigs. The ladies were the, are the Miss Piggies and the juniors are the piglets. Oh, how good is that? That's cool. The tambourine. Mount Tambourine and the Goggles has the tambourine bush rats. They do have the bush rats. Yeah, I've yeah. gone up there and spoken yeah. up there. Good Park Spaceman. Local reunion site over here. The Margaret River Gropers, Mick says. Yeah, I had a look at their logo. It looks good. So, right, how ridiculous is the Pacific test schedule? And adding PNG or Fiji would have been all teams play every week. Same three weekends. They're wasting time. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a little unorthodox, yeah. but it is what it is. Mike says, come on, $5.20 for raisin bread. Get it. Thank you, Chris yeah. Lynn. 
and also Maddie Proud for joining us on Sports Day for a Tuesday night. Thanks for all your text messages. We'll see you tomorrow night.